Good morning, everyone. It is the 19th of October, and I'm joined today by Jen Corston, Niall McDonnell, and Mayank Markende. Jen, we seem to have missed a, a rather significant deadline on the Brexit negotiations last week. It was a kind of mini deadline, I think. The October the 15th deadline imposed by Boris Johnson a few weeks ago just happened to coincide with the European summit, which actually passed without drama. However, on the Friday after this, they did tell the UK to prepare for an Australian-style deal and said that talks would end unless Brussels makes a fundamental stance shift. However, this was all played down over the weekend with Gove saying that the door remains open for further talks. Yes, so that is quite significant. Now, how did the markets react, in particular Sterling? The markets didn't seem to be concerned about Johnson's comments. Sterling sold off initially, but was back to the range bounds levels it had been trading all week. And what about the gilts market then, Mayank? Gilts had a good week, unsurprisingly, given the volatility we saw last week in terms of COVID cases rising in the UK and on the continent as well, as well as, you know, the back and forth on Brexit. It was no surprise to see gilt yields fall. They fell by almost 10 basis points at one stage and then selling off towards the end of the week. But all in all, it was a good week for UK yields. And what about those continental European markets, Niall? Yeah, similar story in continental Europe. With the COVID restrictions been imposed on some European countries, we've seen a strong rally in European rates. German tenure was down 10 basis points for the week. But I think the critical levels across European rates markets have been reached and that they are the cheapest for funding costs that we've ever seen. So the peripherals, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Greece, all strong performance over the course of the week. Uh, Greek debt is currently at 79 basis points for tenure. So this is the lowest level that we've seen in European rates. So from levels as low as these, where can it possibly go from here? Yeah, it's a great question, Lorna. And I think looking at the Swiss example, so Switzerland has been in predominantly negative interest rate environment for a long period of time, even longer than the Eurozone. And back in November 2019, the Swiss 10-year was below negative 1%. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility to think that Germany could go in that direction as well. You know, so it can always go lower, but we're in the desk here paying close attention to the European rates markets at the moment um, to see if any directionality or momentum builds in the 10-year points. In a risk-off week then, Mike, back to you, what about uh, gold? How did gold respond to that? So gold ended the week a bit weaker, actually. So it was down 1% week on week. And you know, what we've seen with gold and the whole precious metal complex is that outside of its risk-off and hedging properties, it's, it's become more correlated to risk assets and equities more recently. And The reason for that is that, you know, we've just seen a very strong performance on a year-to-date basis by gold. And at the current levels that it's trading at, we've just seen a whole lot of speculative interest. And what we've observed is that things that are positive for risk assets, for example, positive stimulus talks, are also positive for gold and vice versa. So it's become more of a momentum trade, more of a correlated trade to other risk-on assets, you know, relative to obviously being a very good hedge earlier on in Q1, Q2 period. So it's one to keep eye out on, and there are potential drawdown risks, especially if we see drawdown in other risk assets. Yes, we'll keep an eye on that. So this week then, coming up, Jen, further Brexit talks? Yes, that's correct. Barnier is due in London to continue the talks, fishing and level playing field remaining sticking points. And actually, just to conclude, consensus seems to be moving towards a mid-late November deal. Now, it's predicted to be very thin, but at least that would be something before the year-end cutoff, potentially saving a very disorderly exit. Yes, it would be good to see. And over in the States, Niall, I think we have the final US presidential debate. 
yes, looking forward to the debate between the two candidates this coming week. Hopefully we can have a bit more decorum between the, and getting a bit more intelligence and answers coming in so we can garner some insights. I don't feel that we're going to get any kind of clarity on the stimulus package or direction of that. And our view is that you know it'll potentially be after the election is held that a stimulus package will potentially be agreed. Understood. Well, that's really what the market's looking out for. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren.